Welcome back. Welcome back to. Was this week nine? Week nine. Week nine of the fantasy football yeah. Premier League. I tell you what, it's been fun up to now. It has been. Some uh, till now. Till now, it's been fun. Incredibly frustrating for me personally. Yeah. But very fun in general. Yeah, it's been a good. It's been a good season. Yeah, it has been some interesting matchups. Some, um, yeah, it's just going to be an intense next few weeks to see who makes the cut and who gets cut. Yeah, who survives their their bye weeks. Yep, this is a bad one. You I've know, been I've... dreading this since the first hour of the season. <laughs> I drafted all my starters, found out all of their bye weeks, week nine. Yeah. So you're just taking the L this week. Yeah. That's right. Sometimes yep. you just got to eat it, you know? No, no. I, I'm just I'm just assessing my team, you know? Sure. Trying some things out. Yeah. Okay, Andrew. <laughs> um, so it is just uh, Wesley and myself this, uh, this evening. Andrew decided to let us know today at, what, like 3 p.m.? Yeah, something like that. Uh, that he, oh, I already have Halloween plans. Pfft. Oh, You're alive. 32 years old. Yeah. You don't have Halloween plans anymore. He's going trick or treating. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's all right. I'm not bitter. Uh, so it's just Wesley and I, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, get right in. One trade this week between the two leagues. Guess which, which league? Oh, uh, it was the, which it was one? Champ- it was Champions, Champions League. league. The uh, only yeah. one that really trades. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. So it was between Seth and myself, and Wes. I want you. Who initiated? Who initiated the trade? Uh, we've been Seth. I guess initiated it. We've been going back and forth for the last few weeks. He's been trying to sell me on Herndon. He has Kittle, who just went out with a hyperextended knee. So not sure exactly what's going on with that. Yeah. Hopefully he is okay. Luckily it was. He was jogging. Saw him jogging a little bit on the sideline. So, hopefully, he comes back. He in. doesn't I need a knee. Feel bad if I took Seth's uh, backup tight end. But uh, so I sent Seth, Robbie Anderson, and Adrian Peterson, and got in return Chris Herndon and Philip Dorsett. Now, the reason that I made this trade is because I've been in tight end limbo for Willie. Yeah, since Willie. Willie, Will Disley, Willie Disley, Big Montana, as some have been wont to call him, went down with an injury. And as Wes will, we will bring up later in the pod, Wes has done some digging into stats and found out I have been the worst in our league at the tight end spot. So I needed to make a move for a tight end. I'm also, you know, just not good. So mm. needed to maybe take a little gamble there. Um, Huge gamble, no. Don't need to start Robbie Anderson, though he does have a good schedule. But it's the same schedule as Chris Herndon because they're on the same team. Makes sense. Yep. So looking at this, I knew you needed a tight end. So obvious trade there. You don't really need a running back, even though DJ is hurting right now. Right. But but Adrian is what, RB4 for you? Yeah. it It would take a lot for me to have to start him. Maybe not four. So swapping Dorsett and Anderson, did he 
prefer one or the other? He liked, he, so he wanted Robbie Anderson. Okay, because it seemed yeah. like kind of a, a wash to me. They're yeah, they both going to have boom weeks and bust weeks. Yeah, Robbie Anderson has a very good schedule coming up, mm. which is why he was... That's what he was wanting. Wanting wanting to go for him. But, yeah, I really needed to, to make a move. Was it, a, it wasn't like a, you know, you're not going to change the game or anything, but it was a trade that I desperately needed. Yeah. So... Hopefully Herndon does well. If he does, then I'll feel much better about my team. Yeah, I feel like it was a no-risk trade for you. Yeah. Because you're getting Dorsett for Anderson. Sure, Anderson may have better matchups, but they're still kind of in that same caliber of receiver. Seth and I went back and forth, and we were debating on how even it was. Like, if it was even, if it like... And I told him, it was like a few hours we were thinking about it. And I said, the fact that we're taking so much time to decide is yeah. showing that it's probably a fair trade. Yeah. Yeah. Not Nothing high profile. Just no. Adrian Peterson might pieces. be the, the most consistent player in the trade. He's oh, for sure. The last three weeks, 118 yards rushing, 81 yards rushing, 76 yards rushing. He just hasn't been in, gotten in the end zone. Yeah. Um, but he could be a solid you know, flex running back if, if one needs it. So anyway, that was the only trade. I think it was kind of honestly a split trade. Yeah. Benefited us both, I think. Yeah, we you both, both got needed a wanted. different piece, and you yep. got that piece without losing. I like right. it. It's a good trade. Yeah, thank you. So we'll go move over into the picks. Start with um, maybe the matchup of the week. Just kidding. It's Andrew and I are playing. Can we get me and discount Belichick? Um, and just like last time Andrew wasn't here, he is picking the higher projection higher projection last time that happened i think he went six and six so we'll see if that see what happens happens for him if anyone's been keeping track or checking the website i did just pass andrew for best podcast pick and record this week so looking to keep that andrew had a rough week he did five and six yeah five and seven what was your record this week eight and four oh oh yeah that was good i was nine and three yep I'm yep. still five behind, so. Yeah. Five behind Andrew. I don't know what I'm behind you. Five behind me, three behind Andrew. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but into the picks. Yep. Discount and Cam and get me. Yeah, and I tell you what, I just have some rough matchups. Andrew doesn't have great matchups, but they're not bad. Tampa Bay has been really good against the run, so Chris Carson's not looking great. Odell Beckham, just who knows just been trash yeah. lately. Last week was probably his toughest matchup uh, in New England. So Yeah, it was ugly. Hopefully he can turn it around this week, but they're playing Denver, who also has a good pass D. So, I don't know. I'm going to take discount Belichick, having no confidence in my team whatsoever. After David Montgomery put up a 22-point week, I still couldn't get the W. So Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Sucked. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going discount Belichick. His receivers are just top of the line. Solid. Hopkins, Cooper, and Chark. Yeah, all elite. Obviously, Tyreek Hill and OBJ should be elite, but they're not. And With those great, quarterbacks, great match. I know. Yeah, I mean, gosh, Ty, I mean Tyreek Hill, no quarterback. Rough. Odell Beckham, no quarterback. DJ Moore, no quarterback. It's just like I can't. It just is unfortunate. For yeah, because I feel like I have a great team. But Andrew does have – he has great receivers and great matchups for the receivers as well. So Yeah. 
So, yeah, I got to go discount Belichick yep. on this one. Man, if only. Yeah. All right, Borussia Fortmund and Juju on that beat. Juju on that beat. And this is one I was struggling with yeah. as I was looking at it. Because I'm not excited really about either team. Yep. I agree. Over each like, yeah. But now that I'm I'm looking at it, I'm I'm really hoping James Conner sits because I have Jalen Samuels, and so I want to see him get the ball. And so just for that reason alone, that's going to give me. I, I got to pick Borussia Fortman. I think the only person I'm really excited about in this matchup is Christian McCaffrey. Is Kittle back in? Do we know if Kittle's back in? What number is he? 85. Kittle's number is 85. Yeah, he's back in, so I'm feeling more confident about Seth. Yeah. I'm going to pick Seth as well. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think, is going to obviously be the best player in this matchup. Um, I think Carson Wentz is also going to put up, actually, some points on Chicago's defense. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Borussia Fortman here as well. All right, the first place team in Doyle Rules versus the last place team in the Brady Bunch. A thriller, to say the least. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Doyle Rules here. I don't think Caleb can do it. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Even with, uh, I think, a couple people on by, doesn't matter. Doyle Rules will get the win. Dalvin Cook will win it alone. Yep, by himself. Yeah. He's been so good lately. Yeah, and one of the stats I, I found was the Brady Bunch has the worst receiving back, or receiver and running back core in the entire league. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. You're not going to win many games when no, you can't score rough. points at the running back it's or the wide receiver spot. It is rough. Yep. But, yeah, so door rules all around. Yep. All right, we're, we're cruising through cruising these. Cruising through these, yeah. Uh, Philadelphia Puckers and Carry On, my wayward son. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take Carry On, my wayward son here. Uh, he currently doesn't even have a player in the tight end spot. which But still projected to win. I'm assuming he's going to yeah, he's he's gonna pick time. one up. He's got time. Uh, he's probably just waiting for Mahomes or Green to be ruled out. Mm, doesn't have he's to gonna, drop somebody. Then he doesn't have to drop someone. So smart. Um, but he, w- even without a tight end, he's projected to win by currently eight points. So um, yeah, or seven and a half. So I'm going to take him. I don't think that Melvin Gordon or Mark Ingram against New England or Diggs. I just don't think the teams. Gonna put up the points that he needs to to win. No, it's really, really a bummer for the Puckers because Melvin Gordon. I'm sure he was counting on him to actually do something this yeah, year. Yeah, be, be a tight end one, you know. And he's not. He's not even. Yeah. Barely a tight end two, maybe. Run, running back. I uh, yeah. Sorry, running back. <laughs> yeah, he yeah you. he's not he's not doing anything. Uh, Diggs has stepped up, and I expect a bigger game than 12 points out of him. Yeah. Uh, this week. 
And so that's his only hope. But with Saquon and Josh Jacobs and Mark Ingram's face in New England, Melvin Gordon hasn't done anything. You got to pick carry on my wayward son. uh, Yeah. But I I do think Philadelphia Puckers has turned his team around a little bit from the first week or two he was hurting. Yeah. But yeah, carry on's getting the win. Uh, Stephon Diggs, the last two weeks, seven receptions for 143 yards, both weeks. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, same. Same both weeks, two yards. weeks in a row. He had to have had 20 yards rushing or something to have that two-point yeah. difference. That's that's an insane amount of yards. The last three weeks, 167, 143, 143. How many total is that, Wes? Use your math skills. 460? No, four fifty three. Four fifty three. Yeah, four hundred fifty three yards. That's that's good. Yep. And that's averaging a touchdown a week. <clears throat> now all three were in the first of those weeks, <laughs> but still, he had forty points that week. Forty yeah. seventeen fifteen. He's been very good the last few weeks. So yeah, he could. Who knows? I mean, obviously, he could still get the W, but. I think the matchups are lining up yeah. well for for carry on. For sure. Okay, moving on to Coach Taylor and Mile Wide Tornadoes. Coach Taylor currently projected to win by eight. Tevin Coleman, zero points. It's still the first quarter. It is, but they've already had a possession. It's weird that he hasn't run the ball yet. Or he That's has true. once. He has one carry. Um I am going to take McLaurin. Man, I don't like McLaurin this week. It's a tough Buffalo matchup, but Pittsburgh, Andrews. Ah, boy, I know he's projected to win by eight, but I think I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take my wide tornadoes here. All right. Why is that? Why are you doing I'm that? upset there. Well, uh, I like... I like Le'Veon Bell against Miami. think he's going to have a good week. Um, Jacoby Brissett, I think, is going to have a fine week against Pittsburgh. Tyler Lockett, I think they're not going to be able to do anything on the ground, so they're going to have to throw the ball. He's been very good through the air. I also don't like the matchups for Coach Taylor. Lamar Jackson against New England, who we obviously know how New England's defense has been. Uh, McLaurin. F1 himself has been bad the last two weeks, 1.6, 5.9. Playing Buffalo, who's been who's allowed average 14.6 total points to wide receivers, total wide receiver per week. Hmm. So all of the wide receivers on the team that they're playing will score 14.6 points. That's that's very poor. If you just found is, that out just by clicking on the team. That is that no is prior research there. Um, and Mark Andrews, if Lamar Jackson doesn't have a good game, I don't foresee Andrews having a good game. So I'm just gonna. I I like that. I like. I'm gonna take my white like tornadoes. Pick. I I am going to stick with Coach Taylor. That was my original pick. I'm sticking with it because I think that Lamar Jackson has a good game. Okay. They're still going to probably lose to New England, but I think he has a respectable game. He's not scoring 30 like he has other weeks, but I think he gets close to that 20-point mark, and I think Mark Andrews gets some of that, some of those catches. 
and 14 points to Washington receivers, I think he McLaurin just gets all of those points. You think he does by himself? I think he's the no. I'm saying he's the only receiver there that's going to even get a point. Oh. He's just going to get all sure. of those points. Yeah, it could be. And so, and I think Tevin Coleman's going to turn this game around. And yeah, and I don't. I mean, Preston Williams in the flex. Ty Johnson did nothing. He did nothing last week. And it could very easily happen again. Holy cow! Look at the. He has. One, two, three, four players on by. Yeah. A rough week for him. Rough week for him. And so I'm going to pick Coach Taylor. Yeah, I'm picking Coach Taylor on this Fair one. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, last matchup in the Champions League. We have the Herminators versus Andy Reid's Mustache. I'm going to take the Herminators here. Chance to win 70%. 69, though. 69%. Apparently Christian Kirk caught a pass. That point eight. Yeah, it really helped him out. <laughs> yeah, um, this is... 20, 20, it's original projection was a 20-point difference. Yeah, that's, that's stout. That's rough. Yeah, that's rough stuff. Right I mean, there. he's... Oh, wow. I mean, his team is... Pretty stacked. Yeah, you got to pick the Herminators. Russell yeah. Wilson, he's going off. They got to throw this week. He's scoring 30 points. Galladay has been solid. Thielen's back. Maybe he dips into some of Diggs's work. Aaron Jones has been unstoppable. Chubb is the only good thing in Cleveland. Waller has been insane. Singletary had a little bounce back week. And Denver is going up against Cleveland. Yeah. It's yeah. all, there's not a hole in that. No, I I think that's just a solid matchup yeah. for him. So, I don't think, uh, I mean, he's, so Andy Reid's mustache, Leonard Fournette, Philip Lindsay, Travis Kelsey. He, do, he has three of those guys I think will be okay. Danny Amendola actually might be all right against a not great Oakland pasty, but... I don't think it's anyone, just not going to be enough. No, he's not going to have enough there. Not enough boom. Even even if they all have good weeks, it it's not enough. Yeah, it's just not enough. So, Herminators for the win, for the W. All right, Wes. Well, while we switch over to the Super League, do you want to go over your stat of the week? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. So this week for the stat, I. Uh, kind of did what I did for week three, uh, evaluating the strength of every team by position within their league. Um, but I did it a little bit different. I looked at their season average instead of just total points uh, for people such as Saquon Barkley. Only played half of his games. Um, and so by using that, the reason I, I switched it was because I did that and I looked and the two teams in both leagues that had the worst running backs both had Saquon Barkley, and I'm like, that is incorrect. You can't say the worst running backs are Saquon Barkley. And so I had to redo it and did it by season average. And You mean it, average? So season average or? So my, my stipulations were they have to not be out the rest of the season. Okay. And they must have played at least half the game, so at least four games. So Deshaun Jackson played one week, 
30 points. Didn't count him. John Ross had a few great weeks, but is out the rest of the season. Yep. Didn't count him. Um, So you have to be still playing and played at least half the games. That's kind of my stipulations. Yeah. And so I found several interesting things. Um, I used, I weighted the the positions and did overall strength, and I think it's a pretty accurate power rankings. I wish I would have done it l- before picking my power rankings last week because these are more accurate, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And I'm bummed that Andrew's not here because I was going to highlight his team, actually. Yeah. Because where, where his team is far better than his record. His power ranking within the Champions League is fifth, according to this. And overall, he is eighth. Wow. And and I believe it. Yeah. Wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, DJ Chark. DJ Chark and Amari Cooper. Yeah. Great wide receivers. Great wide receivers. Running backs, they're playable. Yeah. Playable running backs. Top four quarterback. And so that was going to be my thing, but he's not even here, so. Yeah. I guess my stat of the week is uh, the Brady Bunch. Tenth worst quarterback in your league. Twelfth in wide receivers. Twelfth in running backs. Ninth in tight end. And twelfth in flex. Earning him 24th in combined leagues. The Brady Bunch. That's unfortunate. I mean, and I don't. What else can you say about that? I think you just move on. Yeah. I think you just move on from it. As do I. So we will. All right. Great, uh, great stat of the week, Wes. Thanks. I'm actually really proud of it. It's yeah. my favorite one. Definitely get on Very the site, well check done. it out. Yeah. It's super interesting. A lot of work you put into that. Yeah, especially once I finished it and realized I made made a mistake and had to redo it all. Well, it happens. It does. Yep. It Math does. is hard. Math is hard. Okay, first up here in the Super League, we have Rothman United and Juju Lemons. And I am going to wait for just a second because we're about to see something here. Did you get the update on yours? It's updated on mine. So, obviously, we're watching the Thursday Night Football game, and uh, uh, Sir George Kittle just manhandles a few people and runs into the end zone for a touchdown. Spikes it like a man who's excited that he scored a touchdown. Seth is vindicated for what I don't know. (laughs) And Juju Lemons now is projected for 116 points. Yeah. Uh... I'm going to take him. Uh, well, actually, the more I look at it, the more I like Ben's team this week. So I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go Rothman United. I think, oh, man. It's hard. This is, this this is, is a tough the, one. This, this is, is the only matchup. good matchup in yeah. 100. This okay, so before week. the game started, projected 108 versus 111. Yeah. So very close, very tight, but high. Yeah. In this, in these, especially this week, these leagues, yeah. high. Highly very high. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, I like the matchups. Uh, 
for Ben Moore. He personally. does have better matchups. Oh, well, though Jameson Crowder. Anyway, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back and forth. I'm taking Ben here. I like it. I like that, but I'm actually going the other way. Fair. Juju Lemons. Kittle's already got a touchdown. Tevin Coleman is gonna come back and get the ball, especially if they are able to go up on the Cardinals. And Carson and Elliott, Aaron Rod- he had the, the he can sit Lamar Jackson. He has Aaron Rodgers. That's great. And yeah, Crowder's gonna have a good week. Smith Schuster has been turning it around. Juju's been turning it around. Yeah. Which is nice. And so I I think I'm gonna go with Juju Lemons. He's got a powerhouse team. He does have a good team. I mean his his right wide receivers. Leave something, but his running backs Carson what, Elliott and Coleman. In your stats, where his wide receivers ranked? His wide receivers are twelfth in our league. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's that actually is. the they couldn't be worse. Yeah, good point. Good point. But in overall, he's he's fourth because strong quarterback, strong flex, strong running backs. Yeah, and that that bounces it back up. Must be nice. Yeah. All right. He's he's one ahead of me in the power ah, ranking. Bummer. Yeah. You think I could just fudge the numbers, make myself better? Yeah, it'd be. Everyone would know. If only it were that easy. Yeah. Juju Lemons gets the win. All right. QB Athletico and Teddy KGB. And uh, let's see here. Some good players, both sides. Tyree Kill, one side. Is Minnesota. Uh, you know, I'm going to take Teddy KGB here. I think overall, he's got the the squad that I think is going to do it. Better running backs, honestly. And you know what's crazy? Jamal Williams. The last three weeks, 21, 11, 17. Isn't that crazy? That is. For the it, it's crazy that him and, and Aaron Jones can both produce. Coexist, yeah. Yep. But I think Hopkins is going to have a big week, and I think Derrick Henry is actually going to be good this week. So yeah. I'm taking I'm taking Teddy KGB. Here, here's something interesting I just found out. Uh, Teddy KGB's projection this week: ninety-five seven three. Mm-hmm. QB Atletico's top score of the season: ninety-four and change. Wow, that's his best score. That's his best score. Bummer. And I see it happening again. Why is he sticking with Baker? He likes him. He likes him. Have you talked to him about it? Uh, like four weeks ago, I was trying to trade him Dak Prescott. Not for Baker, but in like a bundle. Mm-hmm. And he, he wasn't hearing it. He's He had faith in Baker. And I think at this point it's a... Uh, it's a moot point. It's a, yeah. He just is, he's just going like to hold out on him. It's like a cow's opinion. It's moot. Yeah, it's Moo. So, yeah, Teddy KGB, QB's best week couldn't beat the projection. Yeah. And that's just bad. And so, got to pick Teddy KGB. Yeah. You know what else is bad this week, Wes? What's that? Your team. Yeah, so as I was saying earlier, I drafted all my players and was like, crap, by week nine, I'm screwed. Who am I playing? Boy. Dale. I said, Dale, do you want to trade some players? He laughed. <laughs> and I said, don't, no, I'll I don't take the him. win. Yeah, your whole team, pretty much. 
I'm I'm gonna need some booms. Yeah. Yeah. Dak Prescott. Great. He, yeah. Great. I'm. Yeah. I feel good about him at my. My wide receiver spot. one, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, it's rough. He's Jarvis projected Landry. projected double digits, so that's good. Oh, that is good. He's been at nine for a while. But here's the thing. I, I what I like about my team is I know I'm gonna lose, mm-hmm. and so it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Because you can just hope for the. Yeah, because expecting to lose. If Connor sits, Jalen Samuels, lone in the backfield. Yeah. Could have another big week. Your Marquise team. Brown is back. Yeah. That they the Ravens have been missing him. Lamar Jackson has been missing him. Maybe he gets some some deep throws. Maybe he sneaks in a touchdown. I don't know. Yeah. Boy. Deontay Johnson. All the experts Weird. are loving him. They're like, why is he not on everybody's rosters? Yeah. And so I'm like, Five for 84 sure. and a touchdown last week. That's solid. Yeah. Seven targets. It's possible. It's not. I'm going to lose. It's impossible. Yeah, you're going to lose yeah. real bad. Dale's going to mm-hmm. win. Dale, got to be feeling pretty good about that. Yeah. Wish I had a matchup that would be a W. I'd probably still lose. <sighs> All right, Foreskins versus Real J-Z, as in Zulu. I don't know what that means, <laughs> why I said that. Okay, so Foreskins in Real J-Z. I'm going to take Foreskins here. He Even without a defense right now, he's projected to win by 14, by 14 points. So throw a defense in there. Let's say they even score three points. He's projected to win by 17 then. So I think uh, I think Eckler's going to be all right. Very involved in the passing game. James Conner. You think James Conner sits? I don't know. If James Conner doesn't sit, then Max is hurting a little bit. He drops seven points. He's got to start Tariq Cohen, who hasn't scored double digits this year. So, um, yeah, I'm still going to take four skins. I think, yeah, Real Jay Z is just hurting with some, some injuries and in and uh, in a bye. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Real Jay Z or uh, Foreskins here. I'm gonna do something really dumb, and I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Real Jay Z. I don't know why. Why am I doing that? I don't know, but you said it and you committed to it. Yeah, so. I did. Uh, Tom Brady, Keenan Allen, Julian Edelman. That's a good first three names. It drops off from there pretty pretty sharply. Yeah. But here's why. I, I, I'm going to hold out that James Conner is sitting, and if he sits... It's much closer. Eckler and Gordon, uh, who knows if they're going to get it together with Green Bay. I don't know. I yeah. don't think that both of them will. And D.D. Westbrook was taken out of the game early. If he plays him and he doesn't end up playing that much, or at least not getting a lot of the targets, which is possible, I, I'm going to go for the underdog, and Real Jay-Z gets his second win against the best team in our league. Gosh, everything I'm saying sounds dumb, but I'm committed. Real Jay-Z, come on, Josh. 
Pull this win out. <laughs> Woo! All right. Next, we have Geist Guy in True No Mo. True No Mo. I. Oh, man. I love this matchup. Have you seen? It's it's receivers versus running backs. Yeah, guys, guy has four or three guys on the on the IR. Um, but oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, Harry should come off here soon. But anyway, so should guys. You're right. Running backs in. Well, Geis's running backs versus True's receivers. Yeah, but True has. Fournette yeah. as well. Yeah, he has Fournette. That's but true. DJ Chark, Mari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, solid receivers. Yeah. And, solid. And that's leaving Thielen on the bench. Yeah. I tried to get one of those receivers. Not willing, huh? I was offering him crap, probably. Oh. Yeah. No one wants get... Mixon. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah. He was good last week. Good-ish. Or good. Like 14, 15 yeah. points. It's better than like his last I think five it's turning around combined. for him. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway. always good to see players good, you know? Yeah, for sure. Here's, here's what I like about this matchup is they're both solid teams. I'm going to pick Geist Guy, and here's why I'm picking him. He, he outperforms his projection so often. I I think his guys are always projected low. Josh Jacobs is at 11. Can easily do 15. Mark Ingram's at 11. He is facing New England. But if they get in the red zone, he's getting a touchdown. That's what's going to happen. Aaron Jones, obviously great. Conley is going gonna, is gonna to show up again, especially if Didi is out. Where David Montgomery... I, it's not going to happen. And I also think New England is facing their toughest matchup. And they're still a great defense, but they he can't count on them for 25 points like he has been. Sure. So I'm going guy Sky. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to go true no mo. I think this is going to be the lowest score between the two is going to be 110. Like I think they're both oh, going to they're, they're both, they're both yeah. put up a lot of points. But I like the matchups of Gardner Minshew, Kenny Galladay, Amari Cooper, Leonard Fournette, and DJ Chark. Like, I like all of the matchups for those. The only two weak spots on his team, like, New England, yes, no, they're not, yes, no. They're not going to put up 25, but I think they'll probably put up seven. They'll probably have an interception or two. Um, Greg Olson and Montgomery are his two weak spots. And uh, so he only has two weak spots, whereas, yeah, there's there's boom potential from some of the guys from Chunomo, but I think, or from Geist Guy, but I think the the bigger booms are going to come from Chunomo, so that's who I'm, I'm taking this week. All right. We have a lot of differences. We, we well, yeah, we do. Either I'm going to... In this league especially. Yeah. Another one we were agreeing. I don't... I don't know why I picked Real Jay-Z. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting. You know, I think it's I got in first place. Yeah. And now I'm doing what Andrew did last week and just making crazy picks. They didn't pay off for him. No, he was bad. I hope bad. I'm luckier. He was bad last week. 
All right, what's the next one? Rothman City and Matt's Crazy Team. Yep. Okay, so I, I told you this earlier, but Matt's Crazy Team, until like two hours ago, he was leaving Alvin Kamara and Kyler Murray in when he had Russell Wilson and, a, and LaShawn McCoy on the bench. And it was a three-point difference in projections. If he put them in, he'd be up by 15. And I was getting so nervous. I was like, do I text him? Do I want him to put those guys in? Or do I want Rothman City to get the win? Yeah. I didn't text him. Luke, Alex, I didn't text him. But he did see. He did put them in. And because of that, got to pick Matt's crazy team. Christian McCaffrey. And that's the end of that story. Christian McCaffrey. That's fair. I'm going to take... Not them. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Rothman City here. Um, he already had. He has Kenny and Drake, Ooh. who already has 12 points. He has Emmanuel Sanders, who just ran a ball and got tackled for a decent game. He's got seven right now. Um, he is. Uh, he's got Saquon Barkley against Dallas. Um, he, they, I should say, and um, yeah, I think I think they're going to be the ones that that pull. It. I think they're already outperforming projections. Oh, they're projected to win now. Yeah, by three. Up by three, yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey is already projected at twenty two. That's true. So he's not going much higher than that. Yeah. <laughs> although he did Goodness. go forty four. Although he did outscore twenty two. One, two, three, four, five of seven weeks. Yeah. <laughs> The likelihood that it happens again is high. Yes. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, regardless, I'm I'm gonna take Rothman City here. All right, I like that. All right. Is that the la- that, that was it? That was the last one. We didn't even realize it. We were just burning through them. We were. Good job, us. You know what time it is. Time for a beer review. <laughs> clink 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 clink. All right. What do we got? So this week, I was at Budget Liquor, mm. and I was perusing, and I saw. I know in my head, I was like, "Wes loves IPAs." I do. Big I IPA do love IPAs. And he doesn't like things that are barrel aged. I don't. So I didn't go that way. I went. I went to the double IPA. I brought. I brought Sierra Nevada Hop Bullet Double IPA. And I thought to myself, this is going to be hoppy AF. And it's going to be good, but I'm probably just going to want one. Uh, I was wrong about one of those things. I was correct in that it's very hoppy. I was wrong in that I just want one. I'm almost done with the one I had. Yeah. And it is delightful. It is. It is very delightful. And I'm glad you went not barrel aged, that you went hoppy. I love hops. And, as usual, I love the artwork. Yeah, great it's, artwork here. It's Hot the old, old West style. Mm-hmm. It's classic, and I just read this on the can. Thought it was funny. Sierra Nevada. Family-owned, operated, and argued over. I like that. That's good. That's funny. That makes me want to buy more Sierra Nevada. Yeah, that's super fun. It's a it's a great beer. I'm really enjoying. Yeah, it. it's it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's not heavy. Like a lot of, 
a lot of hoppy beers cannot. I mean, they're usually like white in color, but they're but they still they're heavy in your yeah. mouth. You know. Yeah. This is not something very you can't refreshing. Drink a lot of. Yeah, you could drink a, a whole lot of this. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's it's super good. There is a write up here. Yeah. What's it What's it say? Hops are the name of the game with a double IPA. But we knew we had to take it one step further. With Hot Bullet, we're using a new technique. Hitting the beer with a blast of Magnum Hops and Lupulin Dust. Interesting. Let's Google it. Yeah, tell me what that is. I'll finish reading this. Pure concentrated hop flavor. That could be what Lupulin Dust is. Um, Directly into the tank to emphasize... The intense pine and citrus flavors of classic West Coast hops. End right up. So what is lupulin dust? Basically, they remove the the leafy plant of the hop, and they can introduce a large quantity of this powder, this dust, without getting the undesired astringent or vegetal flavors. Huh. So it tastes less earthy with still being super hoppy. Yeah. Very clear beer. Very clear. Yep. Quite clear. Can see your bike through it. Yeah. Very clear. Very refreshing. It's just really refreshing. It really is. I enjoy it immensely. What's your, uh, what do you think your grade is here? So I was, when I was uploading the last beer review, I was looking at some of the old ones and I'm like, you guys have been making fun of me, amateur ratings. And you know what I realized? You're right. I've been giving, giving amateur ratings, complete garbage ratings. Not only are the ratings bad, but I don't even know my own palate. I don't know what I like. I'm looking at some of these and I'm remembering... The Woot Stout. A good stout, but still a stout, and has to be lower on my rating. I gave it a 7.4. And so I've been reassessing what how I rate beers. Okay. And, and so just looking based on the other beers we've been drinking, I gave the Domaine DuPage a 7.7 three weeks ago. And that beer is garbage compared to this. Yeah. This so, how, so do I give quality. it something realistic which would probably be in the sevens or do i put it higher than that which would be an amateur rating so i'm i'm a i'm a mess right now so i'm not sure what i'm rating it yet okay that's fair um i did have one that i didn't i wish that i didn't rate so high uh was it that super light longboard island lager yes i tasted like bud light but fancy yeah that one I wish I didn't go so high. I probably would should have gone. I, sh- I should sixes. have been around Andrew. He had what was he a five nine? He was a five nine. You were a seven one. Yeah, seven one was way too high. I was overcome by the drinkability of it. Cause I just hate Bud Light, Bush Light. Not a fan of them. Like if I could drink that instead, I would much prefer that. Like yeah. those are like twos and threes, ones, twos and threes on my scale. Well, one would be like a Natty Light. It's yeah, very little that's worse than that, in my opinion. Um, water. <laughs> I think I would prefer water. 
Um, but I would say that's probably closer to like a, a five, six or something. Mm. But it's, you know, yeah, one drink. Everybody knows the rules. Your first rating is the one you go with. And that's, you know, it's on there forever. I can't take that off. Yeah. It's in, written in concrete. This, I'm going to go high, Wes. How high are you going? It's drinkable, which clearly I can be overcome by, which I am. It's good. The flavorful, the flavor is not, it's not too flavorful. Like there's not too much there, which I think adds to the drinkability. Still hoppy, which I'm a fan of. Bitter. I love it. I'm going to go eight, four. Eight, four. Eight point four. All right. An eight, four. Andrew, you missed it this week, bro. He would have liked this one, I think. He would have been a fan, yeah. All right, so looking at past scores, I've realized where I need to put this one. I'm going to give it a 7-9. A 7-9. Okay. Because it's close to another beer we had in week three, the Tropic Thunder, which I really liked. Yeah. But this is just a step below that one, in my opinion. And so I'm giving it a 7-9. Yeah, fair. It's a good score. It is. It's a good beer. Very good beer. I'll drink it again for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move over to the uh, to our hot takes and cool your jets. We'll start with our hot takes. I'll go first. Sounds and then good. You go twice, and then I'll go last. My first hot take here is going to be a gentleman that we all love dearly, simply based on his attire and his mustache. Gentleman by the name of Me. Gardner uh, Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. G- Gardner Minshew. Gardner has been. He's a rookie, which is crazy because he seems like he should have been. He like he's a he's a veteran. Like he seems like he should have been there forever. Uh, he hasn't been. This is his first year, and he's been very good. Um, and they have a very really good matchup this week, uh, playing. Uh, Houston, who doesn't have their best player on defense anymore. They lost J.J. Watt to a torn peck, which sounds terribly painful. Yeah. Just ripped it. Tore. Yeah. Hurts. So their pass rush is going to be not high, not good. They've been a not great defense anyway. So I'm going to take Gardner Minshew to have a big week this week. All right. So my first hot take is going to be on Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the, the games he started, he, he's been getting better. He's, I mean, it's still Miami, yeah. so they're not going to win a game. But he's scored more than when he wasn't starting. And so I think he continues that. They're facing the Jets, which is one of the easier matchups he's had this season. Um, and I think he goes for... Over 250 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. That's my first one. Get it. My second one, I really like, though. Really hot. Danny Amendola. The last two weeks, he's gotten 16 receptions, 8-8, eight and eight, and he's gotten 200 yards, 105 and 95. That's, that's, that's solid. They turned it around. They're using him, 
and I think he does it again. Yeah. Eight he receptions, could. 100 yards. For sure. I think that's a totally believable line, and I think he's doing it. So if you're hurting for flex, actually, I think he's can be picked up in my league. I might do that. You should do it before the... Yeah. So if he's not there, I have him. Sorry. If you want him, <laughs> hit me up for trades. <laughs> Danny Amendola, eight receptions, 100 yards. Maybe a Love touchdown. It. Love it. Who knows? Yeah. You know what? I'm. I may. I may play him in my. In you got DraftKings. No, oh, in DraftKings. In yeah. DraftKings, because it's a full PPR. Ooh, that's so that's full yeah point for sure. Exception there. Um, for sure. So he could be could be super good. And they're playing Oakland. Yeah. Which has been doing nothing in for receivers. For yeah. Sure. So. My second hot take is going to be. This may sound weird because it's like, oh, you're picking him. He's like a big name. Well, I'll tell you what. Le'Veon Bell has been really not good. No, he hasn't. Last six weeks. Here are his last six weeks. He had eight points, a bye, 12, 11, 8, 5. Looks like he's trending down after the bye, 12, 11, 8, 5. That's not good. That's actually really bad, Wes. Super disappointing for, for Bell Levy fans. on Bell, yeah, and himself, yeah, yep. he's got to be pissed. But this is the beginning, I think, of his turnaround because yeah. they're they have a tremendously easy schedule going forward, and it's starting with Miami, who is, as we know, just is a garbage ball team, ball team, ball club, base football, words. They might as well be a baseball falling team. falling, death. <laughs> Uh, they might as well be a baseball team. That's that's true. They've been so bad. Um, Maybe that's it. Maybe they're in the wrong. They're sport. playing the wrong. They're like, why do we have to put the pads on? I don't get it. <laughs> don't know what's happening. I'm trying to hit. This, this is ball. not how I played that's in college. The receivers think they need to hit the ball instead of catch it. Ah, they're trying to hit it as far away from them as possible. Yeah, they're on offense, so they think they need to hit it. Now that I believe. Yeah, it makes more sense. It does. That took a turn there. Anyway, Le'Veon Bell, I think, is going to have a good week. So if you're, if you're playing him, don't feel bad about it because he's going he's gonna to do well. So that was my, cool. my second hot take. Uh, next up, we got our Cool Your Jets. Should I start that Jets. one off? Yeah, go ahead. All right, my first Jet needing to be cool. David Montgomery scored 20-some points. Not going to happen. Not going to happen again. No way. He's going back down into the single digits. Maybe he gets nine. Probably gets six. Who knows? It's not going to happen again. That was an anomaly. anomaly. Yeah. If he gets sure, ten. is he a good athlete? Sure, fine. Yeah. But he's, he's not good. the fastest guy out there for a running back. Sure. Then he, got, he, was, uh, he got on a tear and got caught from behind as a running back. You don't that Well... Defensive backs are fast too. Yeah, they're they're running backs aren't normally the fastest people on the field. Well, they should be, and so David Montgomery not going into the double digits. It running is in their name. He should be faster. Nice. David Montgomery single digits. I'm thinking six, seven, maybe eight. If he breaks ten, just like last week, it's a win. Said, if, he, if he, yeah, he, he was my hot 10. take last week. He had to end up with twenty two. So I'm gonna go ahead and give high. myself a pat on the back for that. Well one. done. I said if he breaks 10, I'll be happy, and he did. He broke it by 12 yeah. points. He had 22. 
math. Totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, if he, you know, if, if he hits twelve this week, I'm gonna be psyched. Oh yeah, to- excited yeah. for anything in the double digits. Yeah, for sure. Um, my first Kuya Jet here is gonna be Chris Carson, and Ooh. you may say to yourself, Tampa Bay has been is a terrible defense. To which I'll say, uh, terrible pass defense. Their mm. run defense has actually been been tremendous. So I'm actually gonna I'm gonna say Chris Carson, pedestrian week, which is unfortunate for me, because you are Kuya Jetting, David Montgomery who is one of my running backs. Mm. Chris Carson is my other running back. Oh, who's my other one? Oh, it's David Johnson. He's not playing tonight. Yeah, that's a bummer. A real big bum- bummer for me, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, Chris Carson, I don't think it's going to be great. I no. think it'll be okay. And but the way Russell's been playing. Russell's been real good. And, I mean, they, they got the the guys who can catch. The, they don't need Chris Carson. Yeah. They don't need him to... Like, he's great. Sure. Obviously, long run, you need him to do stuff. Yeah. But one week, sure, don't need him. Yep. So, anyway, Chris Carson, first Kuya Jet. Second Kuya Jet is going to be Lamar Jackson. Ooh. Yep. I know you're – I don't know if you're high on him this week, but you would say he'll be fine against New England. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not high on him. Sure. But I'm not down. Sure. Yeah, and I think, like, you're still – you're still probably gonna start him if you have him. Like yeah. unless you have if like, you have another reason. top ten guy, yeah, yeah. put Who Lamar has him in your league? Uh Juju Limits. He's playing Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah, playing Aaron obviously. Rodgers. I would do that obviously. too. I would do that. Yep. But yeah, I think Lamar Jackson, he's got a great floor. Like he could very easily run for eighty yards, which is gonna be an eight point four. Yeah. Which is solid. Um I don't think he might ne- necessarily run for eighty yards, but he could very easily. But I think he's going to trouble, have trouble throwing the ball. I think he's going to throw a pick or two. How much of that do you think will be nerves, and how much of it do you think will be New England's incredible defense? Uh, I think, a little both. Yeah, probably a little both. I think that New England, they're, it's not only like – obviously they have good players, but I think that they're – like they just run their team so well, and they call – defensive schemes so well that I think they're going to be able to overall contain contain Lamar Jackson. So I think he's going to be my second cooler jet. All right, yep. my last cooler jet. Bit funny. New England's defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Sure. They're scoring over 10 points. Yep. I'm not insane. Obviously, <laughs> they're scoring over 10 points. But what I am saying is they're not scoring over 20 points. <laughs> I'm thinking they're in the 12-13 range. They're going to give up uh, a couple touchdowns. They're in a normal good week for they're like defense. The, yeah. A they're normal like, oh, defense. Like, oh. My defense didn't suck this week. They yep. were good. That's what you'll expect. Yep. They're gonna, the Ravens are going to score a couple touchdowns. I think they're going to be able to push the ball downfield a little bit, and either Ingram's going to – get it in the end zone, or maybe, hopefully, Marquise Brown comes off all those injuries and 
That's a good week. Yeah. I really need him to. Anyway, um, so I'm down on New England's D. I think Fair. This, is, this is definitely the toughest matchup they've had. They have played the crappiest teams in the NFL most, most weeks. Is that because they were playing New England? Maybe. But they're all the Ravens are a better team than Cleveland yeah. and the Giants and the Jets. and Miami. The Ravens are a better team. Yeah. And I think they're going to be able to score a couple touchdowns and – Maybe throw a pick or two, but they're not going to fumble, fumble, and throw a pick like the Browns did in three consecutive snaps. That's not going to happen. That was amazing, but that's not going to happen. Most likely that won't happen, no. And so New England's D, 13, 14 points, not 24 or whatever they're averaging. That's fair. That's fair. It uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there, for sure. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, gonna do it for today. We are gonna hold off on the power rankings for one more week. Let Andrew join in the mix since he didn't send them to us. Mm-hmm. And also, I was doing crazy busy today and didn't have a chance to do. I it. I doubt so. much changed. Yeah, they're probably probably Coach and Doyle are still up there. Terminator's probably broken to mine, but we can talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, anyway, for this week, uh, bear down and stay safe.